Hi, I want to welcome you to the Arise podcast today, and I am just so thrilled to share this topic because it is a topic that almost every single one of us either need to hear, can hear, or we want to hear it again to pass it along, and that is somehow we're going to be talking about finances, and that is budgeting and saving. And if you're like me, I want to learn more. But today we have with us uh, a true uh, financial advisor, and her name is Ann Dagg. Ann, welcome today. We're just so glad you're here, and I don't mind telling you that she works for Cadent Capital Advisors, and she may not want me to tell you this, but I'm going to say anyway. First of all, she's a beautiful lady. She's sitting right over here next to me, and I wanted you to know that her company was in the top, was it 100? financial companies in the country she said oh that's bragging don't say that I said no that lets us know we need to listen to you I think you know what you're talking about today thank you (laughs) so thank you for being here we're just really excited to share this uh, all of this information today you know what this is going to be a two-part series so uh, gear up for the first part because the second part will be coming soon today though we want to talk about such things as what are the benefits of budgeting what is budgeting you may be thinking, well, I've tried, it doesn't work, or I want, we want to ask Anne, what are the, some of the common pitfalls and why people don't budget? And she is just full of a wealth of knowledge, and so I'm excited to hear from her. So Anne, welcome. We're so glad you're here. And I also want to introduce you, Mel Hyatt. She is on staff at Arise. She's the podcast coordinator, among a hundred other things. Mel, thanks for putting this together. Yeah, and thank we'll you, just Pam. move forward with this. So I'm going to turn it over to you and uh, let you just start us out here today. And we are excited to have you. I'm excited personally to hear all of the knowledge you have on budgeting. But let's start. I love to ask, what is something or what are many things that you would like the our listeners to hear to know about you? Oh, thank you. Thank you both. It's so nice <laughs> to be here. Um, I think I want everyone to know that I am a mother. I have two daughters, and I was a single mother for several years early on, and I I recognize and support and encourage anyone in that realm because it's a challenge in and of itself. Uh, I'm a woman of faith, and I've been in the financial services industry for over 20 years, which I believe God led me to this path um, as an educator and, and to help elevate and empower people. We're a male-dominated industry, and so I think having more women in this industry um, is just a, a God-filled thing, and it's a dream of mine to bring more women into the, the financial services industry. All of those things are what make you perfect for this podcast mm-hmm. today, so mm-hmm. we're super excited to hear more. We all know that budgeting is important, and it's something that we should do, but what are some benefits that you see from where you set for budgeting? Well, I think first and foremost, what we mentioned, we can manage. And I think just talking about the process empowers us. You know, we're human and and we like to avoid things that make us uncomfortable. Um, And so budgeting feels scary. Um, And so if we just take a few minutes to just talk through that process, we can calm ourselves a little bit. Um, And it's a way to take 100% control. Um, I like that. Yeah. And I think... When you know how your money is spent and you're aware of that, then you can take action steps to identify behaviors that you may not have realized. You know, some of us have self-sabotaging behaviors. And so I think it empowers us to be able to to look at a budget and then reflect on our patterns with that budget. And it also helps track goals. And I'm a firm believer you have to set a goal 
Um, and then you have to have measurable and accountable action steps toward that goal. Otherwise, how do you measure that you've succeeded or not? So I think a budget is really powerful in that it's, it's nothing more than a roadmap to lead us to being successful at a goal. Exactly. Well, you know, some moms say, uh, I've been there, done that, tried that. Um, uh, you know, they ran into this obstacle or that obstacle, and they may know what their own pitfalls were, but what are some of the common pitfalls that people have when it comes to just just the title budgeting is a scary subject? What are some of the pitfalls, Anne? Great question. Well, it's like the roadmap analogy I love to use. You don't set out for a trip across country without knowing what highways you're going to enter onto, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you could, but theoretically, it's going to make your trip a lot longer and more subject to some potholes or things along the way that are going to make it bumpier. So I think it's um, it's just easier to uh, be aware of our spending, like I said. And one real easy way to just get past these pitfalls is the Dave Ramsey app, Every Dollar. It is a phenomenal free app available to anyone, and it is easy peasy. I Mm, love that. Yeah. And I think it's kind of like, you know, the Weight Watchers app. You know, if you can track your calories or the points around those calories, it's just easier to stay on target. So I think if, if, if women can start with that every dollar app, it just makes it real easy to not, you can avoid those pitfalls easier. Sure. I love that. That's very good. We have all of these free resources online and these apps, and we all know that it's what we should be doing. And it takes a little discipline, but it's what's best for us. But why do you think most people don't budget? I'm assuming most people don't. Or why do you think the people who aren't budgeting? Well, I I think we don't want to. uh, we, we, We are human. We want to avoid the things that make us uncomfortable. And I think sometimes... To be introspective and see where our flaws are is just something we'd rather avoid. But the beauty is, is when you face that, it empowers you to overcome that. So I say embrace it and just if, if, you're, if you're scared of it, put your fear behind you with your faith and know that God's got a big plan. And, you know, we don't ever plan to fail. We fail to plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, You know, that reminds me, and when I was a single mom, um, and I was a little bit, you know, didn't know exactly how to budget exactly. But somebody gave me a way to, to kind of make it through the month. And and for a while I did that. And they told me to take, you know, this is just what I did for a short season. I'd take the money I was getting for the month. And then I would do certain things with it first. And then I divided it up into envelopes. I mean, that's crazy. But I divided it up into envelopes. And, and I had this money in the envelope this week. And if I had any money left over, which often I did or didn't, I would put it in a Christmas envelope or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And then when Christmas came around and I had money in that envelope, I had a blast shopping without putting it on a card and feeling excited and not guilty every time I bought a snippet of a, you know, Play-Doh or whatever minimal thing they were getting. But it was so empowering for me. Absolutely. And I, I love the envelope system. I, that, the Dave Ramsey. <laughs> I do. I love it because... Is that an actual system? I just thought it back is. then I was just... It, it's the day. Well, I knew more and I didn't knew I knew. <laughs> That's kind of Dave Ramsey's program. And awesome. I actually had a friend take it a step further and she actually hid money in a separate envelope. And then when she would find <gasps> it, she thought, oh, that is, look at the blessing. That's the Easter egg approach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I think, um, you know, and I, I also think sometimes 
I also use this analogy. It's like a workout. You know, we don't we don't really want to just say, oh, wow, let's go run five miles. But if we start with a two-minute walk and we work our way up, it becomes a habit. That's kind of how budgeting is. You don't want to tackle it all at once. You just want to take a step forward because once you incorporate that into your everyday life, it doesn't become a burden. It's just a part of your everyday life. And I love the thought that through budgeting, I can't help but think of the scripture in Second Corinthians that says, God is able to make all grace abound to you through his sufficiency. And I think it abounds to us when we are purposeful about the money that we have. And I think God honors that us for that. Absolutely. So I, I was just thinking about that as well. So um, we've talked about why don't most people budget. Uh, do you have any other thoughts on that, either one of you, why they don't? Well, I want to be the devil's advocate here. And I remember a season of my life when I was a single mom that budgeting to me didn't even seem like it was possible because all of the money I had went somewhere just for survival. Um, Can you speak to our moms that are in that place of that I get this amount of money every month and that's just enough to cover us to have food Uh and and shelter and at the end of the day I didn't have any money left to put in an envelope so what does budgeting mean to those moms I think it just means being thoughtful because as an example if you're uh, if you're budgeting for food you know there's a lot of really neat little shortcuts and tricks we can play you know we know if we're going to buy a product at one grocery store over another there's going to be money left on the table and so I like to approach everything in life like a game, and I just say, how can I get creative? If I know I have these bills, how can I be creative with those? Yeah, that's good advice, and we're going to talk more about that next week in our savings podcast, so Anne has a ton of tips and tricks for you Mm -hmm. on that, so that will come around for sure. Well, I want to add to it, too, that don't don't forget that in the midst of all this, where Mel's comment was just right on. Don't talk to me about budgeting by the time I pay the rent, pay the bills, buy school clothes, and get gas. There is not a dime left. And and so I totally understand that. But but I just, I feel like somehow when we switch our mind just for a moment and know that our financial survival is not totally up to us, that that the, God's Word says, ask, ask me for wisdom and I just think there might be some thoughts running through our minds that we hadn't thought about that God may give to us if we open the door and just say, God, help here. And maybe you have, but what would you say about that, Anne? No, that's that's excellent. And I, I would only add to that and say that reframing your mindset, you know, sometimes if you come from a place of prosperity instead of poverty, you know, I remember when I felt impoverished and, and couldn't make ends meet. And mm-hmm. I just reframed and I put a vision board together and you know, little things. What does that look like, a vision board? I t- literally took a magazine and I cut out photos of a beach and a sunset and a sunrise and a mountain and just visualized a vacation because Lord knew then I couldn't afford a vacation. And my vacation was to take the kids back to Missouri so my mom could watch them for a few hours. <laughs> um, but that vision board kept my focus on where I wanted to go and not in the moment I was in. Mm. And it's amazing. A neighbor would come over and say, hey, can you watch my kids for a few hours? And I would, and suddenly there was 20 extra dollars on my counter because she was so grateful that I, oh. so mm-hmm. money, you're right. If, if you just ask the Lord and you are um, in, a, in, a, in a mindset other than impoverished or poor me, 
doors open and there are wonderful gifts that come along the way. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the fact that I know the power of scripture when we place it over us and we we quote that whether we feel it or not, it doesn't matter if you feel it, it it's true whether we feel it or not, but we place scriptures over our head. And I'm thinking of Philippians 4.19 that says, And my God will supply all my needs, all my needs, according to his riches, not mine because I don't have very many, but his riches, and just say that over and over. Put it on a Post-it note. Put it on your steering wheel. Just center your mind there and trust him with these things, and Amen. he will come through. I just love that you said that. So any other comments on that? I have to tell you all a quick story of something that happened to me when I was a single mom. It's a long story. I'm going to make it short. I was in this season where all I had was money to just pay the bills and feed my hungry little boys. And I went to church and the pastor was preaching on the importance of tithe. And I was like, I believe this. I think we should be tithing, but I literally cannot give 10%. If I do, I'm not paying my electric bill. And I went home and I looked at my bank account and I thought, okay, God, I can give you a little bit out of here, but that means that we're probably not going to eat as well as we were going to this week. And I went online and I sent my money with tears in my eyes. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm going to trust the Lord. I went to Walmart to buy a little bit of groceries and there was this puppy in the parking lot. This is crazy, you guys. And the puppy handed you a $20 bill. (laughs) Kind of. There was this little chihuahua, and it was just running around the parking lot. And I don't really like little dogs or chihuahuas. I'm more of a big dog person. And my son was just like, we can't leave it. It's going to get run over. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay, we're going to take it home and try to find it a home. And I took it home, and I put it in my backyard. And an hour or so later, I hear it yelping, and it had been in this little storage shed I had out back and it had chewed through this cardboard box and dug out this old purse that I had and it was tangled around its neck and I'm like oh my gosh I'm frantic and I run out there and get the purse off of its neck and I take the dog and the purse inside and I open the purse and there was two hundred dollars oh, in this no purse. No my goodness yes that puppy led you to two hundred did and I know this sounds crazy you're like Mel but I honestly believe that day that the Lord, maybe that was going to happen anyways, but he needed to show me that I never ignore obedience. Mm -hmm. And I had given $50. I had a hundred dollars in my bank. I gave 50 of it to the church. And then this crazy dog brought $200 to my yard. And I just sat there crying. And that was from that moment, I have never not tithed mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I realized that when I take care of the Lord's business, he takes care of mine. Mm-hmm. And he did Amen. it through this nasty little chihuahua. <laughs> so I have to ask, what did you name the chihuahua? Yeah. We did not keep him. Oh. <laughs> they took the many money and ran. He was, what happened. He was we, there for a reason and, and a season. <laughs> we could not afford to feed another mouth. Right. Uh-huh. I get it. I get oh, it. that's so precious. Well, I just, what a wonderful story to inject right here. So... You know, so I, I just want to know these moms that are listening, uh, they're busy. Single moms, you're busy. You have so much responsibility on your plate. Now you're trying to decide what school or homeschool or whatever you're, whatever you're trying to do. Uh, you are going from one, it could be disaster or responsibility or what has to be next to the next. And you are just thinking, I don't have time it's too hard. Do not ask me to do one more thing. So what I'm asking, Anne, is budgeting time consuming or is it hard? Or, or what would you say to this mother that's thinking that? I think you just take one step at a time. Mm-hmm. And it, it really just, you know, the Lord only asks us to be 
servant hearts. And so taking that first initial step in being intentional, that's good enough. And I think as you delve more into the process, you'll become more empowered and, and it, it won't feel like a lot of work and time consuming. And in fact, if you use that Every Dollar app, literally, I think it's going to save more time because I know when I was a single mom, I angst over the budget. I angst over what wasn't in the bank account and what was going to be coming out of the bank account. If you're budgeting, you don't need to do that. It's mm-hmm. almost on autopilot once you get it set up. Yes. So right. I, I think it's I think it's just like that. You just make it a little bit of a part of each day, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't feel like a huge burden. Right. I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. And, and the budget word might seem scary or overwhelming. Can you walk us through what a sample budget might look like? Absolutely. And again, reframe that. Don't call it a budget. Call it your work plan or your roadmap. But and I I the the every dollar app. I'm not. I don't mean to keep plugging it but it really is so great you know you just break it down into housing and transportation and debt and savings and tithing and food housing it's going to be your largest expense and so we we say start with 25 percent and then the rest of those categories transportation debt savings tithing food lifestyle personal 10 percent each and then health care five percent okay so I think that's a good general start and then I always tell people if you can, try to put a three to six month savings of, of your salary away in an emergency fund and forget about it because you just never know when there's going to be an emergency. Mm-hmm. And you're, I mean, let's hope no one else gets laid off. But, you know, this year there's been a lot of furloughs and layoffs and a three to six month cushion is going to help. And to start that today, even if it takes you a year to get to that because you can only put or a little bit and at a time that's it's always a great time to start is now right that's really good advice and this was packed full of information and great tools for our moms um Pam do you have anything else before we wrap this up well I just want to encourage you I I just want to say that um your needs are not just your needs they are when you turn to him they are his responsibility And sometimes you feel like we've said it, that you're all alone. But moms, you are not. Just like Mel got money in a purse that was dug somewhere in the dirt. That is, you know, who knows what treasures lie around your house. You know, so just lighten your heart. Trust God with it. I know he will provide. That's what he does. And yet you have to be wise as well and just not wait for somebody to come to your front door and hand you the money. You have to be wise. And I guess my closing comment would come from uh, a scripture that I read this morning in Proverbs 19. And moms, it's talking about you getting wise counsel. You, you need, perhaps you need to talk to an advisor. Perhaps you need to seek out Anne. Perhaps you need to talk to wise people. The word says, listen to wise advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom for the future. Well, you may not have the wisdom for the future. I didn't. I don't have it. But there's people out there that that's their job, that's their profession. They have wisdom for the future. Take advantage of them. And many times when you ask them for your help and you wonder if they could do it pro bono because you're a single mom. I know lots of people right now that are helping single moms out of the joy of their heart. So know that there are people out there that want to help you. And just bend yourself to that. That's certainly what I would that's what I would add. 
Thank you, Pam. So that was a great addition. Do you have any last word? No, I wanted to just see, and with all of your professional experience and your time as a single mom, what is one last thing that you could say to encourage our listeners today? Well, I can't say it enough. Faith over fear. It's so easy to fall into fear, and fear t- tends to freeze us. So faith, you know, just launch yourself into a faithful place. Read those scriptures that we heard today. They're so profound. And know that God does truly provide, but we have to have intention. You know, we have to do our part too. And so if we're faithful and we do our part, he always does his. I love that. That's a great way to close this. Friends, if you wanted to find Anne or get in touch with her, uh, she's given me permission to tell you how. Her name is Anne at CAD, C-A-D, capital com, And that's where you can find her. And if you needed to visit with her or find out more about her, I wanted to, she gave me permission to, to hand that out. So, you know, I guess that's it for today. Part one to our series. We're going to wrap it up. Hasn't it been awesome? I'm so excited about what they learned today and part two's coming. But today I just want to thank you, my friend. Thank you, Single Mom, for listening, taking time out of your busy day to listen. And we hope you will join us next week as we sit down again with Anne. Can't wait to visit with her. And we talk about easy tips for saving money, which is interesting, and even preparing for your child's college, which is really amazing to think about that. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast by Rise Ministries because you know we love you. 